Welcome to Josie's Bar Podcast. We're a bar in Hell's Kitchen and we like to talk about things like issues of Daredevil over a very long period of time. We're going to talk about them forever. And ever. And, and ever. ever. I'm Claire and you just heard Vix, my co-host. Hey. Hey, Vix. Hiya. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that was. Um, and we have a very special returning guest, uh, little bit of backstory. We didn't actually have a guest lined up for this this week, but I contacted uh, last week's guest, Brad, and said, hey, Brad, I, I'm sure you are dying to know the outcome of the saga of the Beatle. Would you oh. like to join us? And Brad was like, absolutely. So Brad's back. Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, it was such a thrilling climax last issue. <laughs> uh, absolutely thrilling. I needed to know the shocking or origin <laughs> <laughs> the shocking origin which is like what is the the origin in this comic is just oh it's so, it's, it's um, i love it i it's love it so lame it's oh I, yeah can it's we talk about it for five hours absolutely absolutely <laughs> we can. so so this is issue 34 of daredevil which is to called to squash a beetle Hooray! Uh, <laughs> uh, released November the 1st, 1967, and described as as follows. The Beatle tells Daredevil about the man beneath the armoured villain. Does he? <laughs> Who was Abner Jenkins before he was Daredevil's foe? Daredevil's secret identity is threatened when the Beatle plans to reveal Murdoch's face at the 67 World Fair. Will Daredevil be able to escape before he becomes the six o'clock news? <laughs> Written by Stan the Man Lee and Gene the Dean Colon, Inker John Tartaglioni and letterer Artie Simek. Um, so first of all, guys, as always, we're a bar and we have drinks. Uh, no one would be surprised that I am drinking currently a Pepsi Max Cherry because that's my jam. Um, but Vix, what are you drinking? <laughs> I am drinking a uh Roybos and vanilla tea. Ooh, that does sound very nice. Yeah, it is very nice. Yes. Which which um, brand is that? Uh, Le TikTok. I've oh, I've never heard of Le TikTok. No, it's just TikTok. I just put the Le oh, at right. the beginning. <laughs> it's 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 like the you must have seen like the normal, the usual flavored one. It's in a red box and it's got like TikTok in really big letters on the front. Maybe. Um, but yeah, this one, this is a the vanilla one. TikTok I acknowledge is TikTok from Return to Us. <gasps> oh my God, I'm so <laughs> watching that movie when we're done today. Uh, but more importantly, Brad bought the A game last week with oh, drinks. Uh, Brad, what are you drinking this week? Well, uh, because uh, it's quarantine times, I have not been out to buy anything else. Uh, so <laughs> I made a daredevil, but... <laughs> Mm-hmm. I because uh, it was delicious. It was very good. I actually uh, made a couple this week. Um, oh, look at that. But I added a wow. heavy metal straw, aka <laughs> a, 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 a smoothie straw, <laughs> and some blackberries. So. Oh, it looks so good. Are they blackberries? Lavish. <laughs> <laughs> blackberries are very lavish. I love that you have a heavy metal straw to honor yeah. the beetle and his heavy metal wings. <laughs> My, my metal smoothie straw. Oh, nice. That looks really good. I, I need to try one drink. of these. A really, really good drink. And uh, all that fruit juice uh, hides all of the alcohol. Nice. 
So it's deceptively strong. So you're like, oh, I'll have, it, have another, and then you're passed out on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I had, um, and I don't really drink, as you guys know, but I had half a beer this week oh. because I've been buying my dad, like, these craft beers. Um, oh. And there's one that the brewery is um, in near, or just off of nearby Richmond Park, and they have all these beers that um, are named after areas of Richmond Park. And I'm working my way through them and buying them for my dad. And there was a one called Isabella that I bought for him the other day. And it smelled really nice. So I had half the beer and I was a bit tipsy afterwards. Okay. It was very, it was a very fruity beer. And it's apparently like a, a limited seasonal beer. Okay, that sounds good. quite nice. Highly recommended, but highly niche. So I don't know if you'll be able to get hold of that, Brad, seeing as it's... A, a tiny little microbrewery like, <laughs> near my house. <laughs> probably, I'm going to guess probably not. Probably not. I don't think public stock it. Uh, so let's get into the issue. So last time we saw Daredevil, he was in this tiny, weird little town in maybe upstate New York, um, being held captive by a, by a load of herder hadders, whose leader was the Beetle. And as we start this issue, we get a gratuitous butt shot. <laughs> My panel of the week straight away. <laughs> well, I knew it. You know, of course. Of course it is. Uh, also, this move Daredevil does on page two, where he kind of is leaping in the air and then kicking his legs backwards into this I, guy's crotch yeah. is really strange. Like, where where are your bones, Matthew? Yeah. Like, that's what I've written. <laughs> what I've actually written is, like, what is that pose? Where is your skeleton? He left it in New York. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I don't think hips can move like that. The hips don't like that. I mean, that. well, I think regardless, it ends with him definitely falling face first into the ground. <laughs> Seriously. Mm. It's like, oh, what a fool I was. There's some weird like maneuvers that Matt does this issue. He goes full on uh, JCVD later, which I love. That might be my panel of the week. Um, <laughs> Uh, and Beetle is back um, doing some trash talking. Not as much as last week, though. But he does call Matt a, a swaggering simpleton, which I'm sure Brad loved. Oh, that's a goodie. That's a goodie. <laughs> um, I like when Daredevil uh, picks the Beetle up with his long, spindly hydraulic fingers that grossed us out last week and, like, swings him around him and lets go. <laughs> that's always fun. And then he does a little backflip over the goons, which is great as well. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's delightful. This it fight, is fun. Yeah, this fight, though, these are just general goons. Like, you know, there's nothing to them. They're just, why are they following the beetle? Who knows? Yeah. They're very dedicated, though. I appreciate that. <laughs> I do like that they get their own costume later, which make, it always makes me happy when, like, the goons have a costume, you know. Because at the moment, they're all just sort of dressed in, like, just, you know, civilian clothes. Um, it's why I love the, the um, Plunderers crew, because they were like, yeah, sure, boss, we'll dress up as aliens. Yeah, sure, boss, we'll yeah, dress up not? as pirates. <laughs> yeah, sure, boss, we'll dress up as whatever else. Whatever you want, boss. Whatever you want. I don't mind me. <laughs> uh, so all the, um, the goons want to kill Daredevil, but... Instead, the beetle wants to disgrace him, which is always the villain's downfall. Why are you doing this? Just kill him. They'll never learn. Do the DC villains do this as well, Brad? Oh, yeah, like times a thousand. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah, they could just kill them. 
Like, the Flash's villains seemingly really only care about petty crime and embarrassing the Flash. (laughs) And that's why they are the best villains. How do you embarrass the Flash? Like, how does Gorilla Grodd embarrass the Flash? Oh, like, so many ways. I... No, there was one issue, like, one, like, crazy 60s issue where Gorilla Grodd basically mind-controls everybody to talk shit about the Flash. (laughs) And it's like, everyone's hating the Flash, and he takes over, like, the Flash parade and makes it a Gorilla Grodd parade (laughs) or something. And then I think he makes himself mayor. I don't know. It was... There's some great, great old stuff. I want them to do that in the show. Oh, that would be good. It would be so great. Also, um, Daredevil, as we mentioned last week, he has not slept. So he's really <laughs> tired. How, how is he doing this fight when he hasn't slept for like three days? Like, he should be psychotic at this point. Like, all this for a necklace. Like, yeah. hey, like, they're more important things. Just let him take it. Come on. Be like, oh, damn, that one got away. Well, never mind. I'm going to go and have a nap. Um, like that's that's the price for for having overly valuable necklaces in the world. <laughs> Break that shit down. <laughs> uh, Daredevil quips about one of the goons having bad breath. I was like, you're not that tired that you can't make all these little quips, Daredevil. You can't be that tired. No. Come on. Also, what, what kind of what kind of dental plan <laughs> is the beetle offering? Oh, clearly none. No. Maybe maybe this is a, maybe this is a problem that you could exploit uh, to turn the workers against him. <gasps> he could point that out in the middle of the fight and be like, "Hey, have you ever thought about a dental plan?" <laughs> and then they'd all turn on the beetle yeah. and demand workers' rights. I'd like that ending. Yeah. Uh, when they put him in the truck. Daredevil goes rigid to flex his muscles and loosen the bands, but they think it's to make him harder to put in the truck. And I was like, surely that would make it easier? Like, it would be harder if he kind of went all loosey-goosey. Definitely. If he's like a little mannequin man, which is what he looks like, he's making it kind of easier for them. Um, You know. But I do like there is one goon who seems a bit smarter than the others, because he's the one that later on thinks that Daredevil's... Um, faking being knocked out and all this so I think if anyone was going to to you, you need to talk to anyone about the Zental plan it's that guy oh yeah most definitely most definitely he's a smart one yeah I like how I I think maybe they should just tie this tighter I, I think <laughs> seriously uh, I don't think you can flex your muscles that much <laughs> Like how how big are your muscles, Matt? Like, like are you are your wrist muscles extra extra? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He's got the he's he's been working his wrist muscles out in the gym. Because yeah, it's it's like he's tied at like his his ankles and his wrists. Like, what yeah. are you flexing? Yeah, Thanks. I wow. have no idea how you can like yeah like how yeah this makes no sense. Oh, yeah, no sense at all. Uh, yeah, I gotta, but, I gotta start. I gotta start working on on my on my wrists. Yeah, and <laughs> get your those ankles. wrist weights. <laughs> Imagine if you had really muscly ankles. How weird that would be. A muscly <laughs> wrists. Ooh, like a little like a little rubber ring of muscle around your wrists. Ah, <laughs> Um. So they put. But it's, the it gets to be that. Th- it gets to be that thing like you know when like 
when like bodybuilders like can't put their arms all the way down, oh, but it's yeah. their wrists, so they can't move their hands fully. <laughs> bodybuilders like just gross me out so much. Like, oh, yeah. it's just bodies shouldn't look like that. No. Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's a bit creepy. There's, like there's some panels on this that, that like creep me out. Oh yeah. Uh, when they put him in the truck, they blindfold him over his mask. <laughs> now, oh, if no. the plan is if the plan is to unmask him, why wouldn't they just unmask him here and then blindfold him, I like, know. and find out who he is before they unmask him at the world fair? No. It's I don't know. It seems a bit funny it, to me. It, but it's like you know, take the mask off in 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 the truck, mm-hmm. um, but you could like you know put it back on when you're at the yeah. Convent- I, don't know. I mean, yeah. what's the point though? It's not like they're gonna even know who he is. He's That's he's no true. one famous. He's just like a random lawyer. But they might it, think he's someone famous. They might be like, oh, what if I don't know who was a famous American in 1967? That Jerry yeah, Lewis. <laughs> they think he's oh Jerry God, Lewis. Lewis. <laughs> What if? Who was president in 67? Uh, is that uh, Kennedy? Oh, maybe. I don't know. What if it was Kennedy? Kennedy is dead old. That would be hilarious. That would job. actually be hilarious. Yeah, that's his <laughs> other job. <laughs> um, so, because the... Oh, no, no, not it's, it's LBJ at that point, sorry. Kennedy oh, is six, okay. died 63. Oh, okay. I literally don't know the order of any of the presidents before, I think, Nixon, maybe, or Ford. I don't know. I don't I don't study when I didn't study enough when we were in the Hall of Presidents press. Uh, you, you're not you're not missing a lot. We they're, were too busy booing and cheering. <laughs> yeah, that's the important thing is to make sure you boo and cheer for the correct ones. Exactly. And you're mostly booing. Taft. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Teddy Chester Roosevelt, get the fuck out of here! Yeah, Teddy Roosevelt, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's also a monster, but yay! yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're all monsters. Anyone that wants to be the president is a monster, I think. Yeah, they're yeah. all absolute fucking warmongering monsters. Yeah, absolutely. There's still some that are <laughs> that are more fun than others. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, there's slight ones that are, you know, are slightly less monstrous, but they're all like pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Vic, when I was watching um, Alienist se- season one, I was texting Brad and Tammy and saying, Teddy Roosevelt is, is, is done with this police corruption and he's taking it down. He's taking it down. Yeah, he's done with his shit. Um, yeah, that was great in season one. Uh, so um, the beetle, while Daredevil is blindfolded, the beetle sneakily hides this box, this necklace in, in a little secret compartment. Now, if I was one of his goons, I would have been like, right, I'm having that. <laughs> Just nabbed it and done a runner. If I was yeah. a smart goon. Um, you know, but obviously Daredevil hears where it is. So he's like, aha. And then one of the goons is just like, hey, so uh, why did you decide to be the Beatle then? And and Brad Vicks and I were like, we're going to get the origin. <laughs> now, Brad, you wanted to talk about this origin for I, five hours. I, I, okay, so I love because first of all, the goon is like, uh, "Boss, you're the you're the ever loving greatest. How do you ever dream up all these schemes of yours?" <laughs> and then, then we go into it. I've always been a thinker, a schemer, a supreme strategist. That's how I became the super powerful beetle in the first place. 
And then he proceeds to tell the amazing origin story. First, I made some wings. <laughs> uh, then I made these uh, fingers. And now I'm the beetle! <laughs> that was, that's literally Ta-da! it. There was n- amazing story. There was nothing that made him want to go to crime. He was just a mechanic. He was a bit bored. So he made some wings. <laughs> yeah. And then he made some fingers. And now he's the beetle. <laughs> And, and I love because then, then the caption ends. His story concluded. The beetle laughs into a stony silence, um, which I think just means everybody's waiting for the rest of the story. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like, okay, cool. Like, that, yeah, cool. That, that, that's it. Do you know what I was so disappointed about? What? He, he's got no villain moustache. I know. I know. Oh. We were convinced he would have a villain moustache, but but no, no villain moustache. Wah, wah. But uh, do you like, however, the outfit that he makes his goons dress up in? <laughs> I did not. Identity concealing masks. <laughs> as opposed to just like clear plastic masks. As, as opposed to a mask of their own face. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, um, yeah. I mean, yeah, they could wear identity concealing masks, but I love that he's dressed them all in the same colour and they've all got a little band on their chest with like the outline of his wings. Like his um, little, it's like his little yeah. Superman symbol, but it's his wings. I just, so he's been, he's been to the Marauders Taylor again, hasn't he, for Seriously. these? Seriously, yeah, these are so baggy and terrible. So Daredevil has, says, oh, yay, I'm blindfolded and in here, but I've rested and I'm 100%. Yeah. I was like, you haven't slept, dude. That's not, that's not the same as sleeping. You've literally had a nap. I think he was asleep for the entirety of the exciting origin story. Like after, after they carried him onto the after they carried him onto the the truck while he was doing stiff baby. When kids do that thing where they're like they either go really really floppy. Yeah. Or or they do stiff baby. Yeah. And he's he's, like, he's all about stiff baby. Stiff baby. Oh, um, he's just like I'll just go have this little nap just to recharge my batteries. It's like mm, okay. Uh, so he manages to work the ropes loose with his amazing wrist and ankle muscles. Um, and he's like working. Well, he hasn't worked them completely loose yet. And then like, so are these guys Mounties that stop the van? Is this the border into yeah. Canada? Oh, OK. Oh, no, this is fully in Canada because this is at the expo. Oh, this is at the expo already. Oh, OK. Because I didn't. Yeah, because I, I was confused because they look like Mounties, but they're dressed in blue and yellow. And I was like. Yeah, yeah like I on. Like I'm just all I'm all I'm basing this on is due south in exactly. the nineties. But all I'm, all I'm basing Mounties. it on is uh, is the Canada Pavilion at Epcot. Uh-huh. Like I'm pretty sure that Mounties uniforms are red. Yeah. Yeah, but Expo Mounties are oh. blue and yellow. Okay. Oh, special okay. like it's a special uniform. Yeah, it's do it's they, it's fancy Expo Mounties. Do they have Mounties at the Canada thing in Epcot? I don't remember seeing any. Um, I I don't know. I'm sure there are somewhere. Maybe if you go in and watch like the, well, at least what used to be the Martin Short uh, film, there may be somebody in there dressed like a Mountie. Oh, the, yeah, the film now is uh, Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara, and it was um, great. Yeah. I haven't Except watched it. at the end when they sing about how great Canada is. Well, they don't. There's a woman singing about how great Canada is for a full on ten minutes, and Tammy and I oh. are like, what? <laughs> Um, it was very it was very strange um but i'm sure canada is great it was just strange to sing about it um so uh so they shoot this mountie blue and yellow mountie with sleeping gas 
And Daredevil's kind of like passed out on the floor, but Clever Goon thinks Daredevil is faking. I put, oh, what a clever goon you are. So <laughs> they drive into the expo and they sneak him in. And then there's all these weird giant statues in the expo. Oh, I don't know what they are. Yeah. Freaked me out. It was like Isn't the Millennium. It? it was like the Millennium Dome all over again. Yeah, it's. I yeah, it's. I would have loved if this was like the Stark Expo, you know. I was I was really hoping that it was gonna be. Yeah. Like some sort of Stark Expo. I don't uh, know if the Stark Expo was like a thing in the comics as much though as in the movies. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. think so. Um, and then one of the goons gets his his little can of paint out. <laughs> <laughs> it makes it, it, it makes starts it making a little side. <laughs> I don't know why I found great. this so funny. No, it is absolutely great because like he's because he's he's already like a uh, don't worry, boss. We'll have it finished before the gates open. <laughs> like like there's real time pressure. Tomorrow to get morning. Sign. Yeah. <laughs> like how long does it take to paint a sign? It's like, like it's... just black writing on a white back, and it's probably like a roll of wallpaper or something i mean he's just really been real specific with his calligraphy oh yeah he's been studying lots of fonts and he's like do you want it in a particular font boss like you know um have you got any copper plate uh calligraphy nibs i could use or (laughs) i I love how like you know everyone else at the expo is going to have these like ridiculously (laughs) professional (laughs) signage done and everything (laughs) this they got this like giant his... sharpie sign. Dude <laughs> <laughs> on his hands and knees in a really stupid costume, like handwriting, like it's the, <laughs> like it's the specials menu in a gastro pub or something. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, a daredevil's like he he he. I've managed to like you know work my hands free. Uh, now I need to pick the exact instant to go into action. So then we finally see uh, Karen and Foggy. Karen's yeah. probably, you know, a little bit worried that Mike vanished, you know, off this train. Foggy don't don't care. <laughs> he's just he's like, like right. finally. <laughs> he's like got rid of him. <laughs> hope he stays away. I hope he died in those mountains. <laughs> <laughs> Karen's all mine finally. Um, and I really like Karen's green dress. It's uh, with her little green shoes as well. Yeah, I really I like it better than the green outfit she wears later for sure. Yeah. Um, Although, isn't it? It's technically the same outfit. I think it's meant to be the same outfit, but it's there's it's not at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because this is like a little woolen dress with a turtleneck, Brad. Of course. Um, yeah, and Foggy seemingly um, super glued this leaflet to his hand because that hand is not holding that leaflet. So I think <laughs> it's just kind of stuck to the back of it. I I very much enjoyed uh, Foggy's ensemble. His like his kind of like khaki traveling three-piece with a little red tie yeah looking very dapper he always looks very dapper foggy yeah like, it makes a change from the green suit that they always put him in yeah maybe if they had him in the green suit he would clash with karen so they mm-hmm. they coordinated their outfits you know um so they've arrived at the expo and they immediately see <laughs> this giant <laughs> sharpie sign <laughs> see the greatest exhibit of all see daredevil unmasked by the beetle uh, and immediately Foggy's annoyed. He's not annoyed that Daredevil's been captured. He's annoyed that they can't get away from Mike for any length of time. <laughs> um, and Karen's immediately really upset. Obviously. I don't appreciate Foggy calling her little lady. No. 
uh, I d- there's a there's a lot of unappreciating that I do pretty soon. <laughs> oh yeah, I know what you mean. Um, when they're in the expo where Dedder was tied up, this is a crowd of wacky characters. Oh, <laughs> isn't, isn't it just? I, I swear that's Alfred Pennyworth in the, <laughs> the bottom left. Or like the sort of middle left. There's like yeah. Alfred. There's a woman who looks like she's wearing Spider-Man's top. Yeah, she yeah. killed a Spider-Man. She and, killed a Spider-Man um, and skinned him. Uh, there's Alfred Pennyworth. And then above Alfred Pennyworth, there's a woman from Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> she's wearing like a little bonnet or something yeah this is a, a cast of characters is there anyone else of note yeah. there's also like i guess a child with uh, i i don't know the drawing didn't quite come through completely um because it's just i i don't wearing like a white shoe stocking oh, yeah. pants situation i don't quite understand yeah and they look like they're wearing like a little cap like and, and, a, and a ruff around their neck oh my yeah. god it's a ghost child <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a ghost child. Shoot a ghost the, child. The expo um, is haunted. There's also the at the very very top you can there's a there's a guy in all black but with like the skinniest little legs. <laughs> yes. It's like oh Professor X got the ability to walk again. Cool. But he's got little teeny weeny legs. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when Deadpool had them. his legs cut off and his little baby legs grew back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does look like Professor X. Yeah. I can't get over this Tudor ghost child now either. No, it's really very upsetting. Oh, that's creepy as hell, yeah. So, yeah, this is a cast of characters. Um, so they're watching um, uh, they're watching the Beatle about to unmask Daredevil, and Karen's like, oh, gasp, you know. Um, <laughs> and she's like, oh, no, Foggy's not doing uh, – Foggy, no one's doing anything. They think it's a show. And then Foggy's like, yeah, they've got loads of guns. Like, what's anyone supposed to do? Like, come on, Karen. Yeah. <laughs> so, a uh, beetle is about to unmask Daredevil. How with his little uh, gross fingers? I don't. Yeah. Know. It's like horrible. <laughs> um. So Daredevil flexes his mighty wrist muscles and breaks out of the ropes. Yeah. And how, in- how impressed are you that I haven't made a wanking joke yet? <laughs> I was very impressed actually. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was for sure coming. And this is where Daredevil goes full Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> and this is my panel of the week. Because <laughs> he leaps up, he, he breaks his wrists open, and then he has the strength to break his his ankles like out of the restraints. And then he just does a, a split kick. And it's I don't know why it's so funny to me, but doing the split kick with his arms forward like he's flying... It's like the old slippery splits manoeuvre. Is that when we laughing at like when we watched um, Crisis on Infinite Earth, Brad? Weren't we laughing at there was a bit where someone was was it Supergirl and she was flying with her arms out and it was just hilarious. Oh, I probably the effects. That's just it's just funny to me. Um, so he knocks the beetle out. Beetle has gone flying. Uh, the goons are like, oh no, um, and the cameraman's really enjoying it. Yeah. Oh yeah, that guy's he's... terrifying. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah. Also, I don't see how his hand that's resting on his head. I don't see how that links up to his elbow that's on the camera. It's, it's weird. <laughs> there, there's there's some really questionable uh, like bodily positions. In well, this I, show. what I don't think what you what you can't see is how muscular his wrist is though <laughs> that allows him that flexibility. Wow. <laughs> oh, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Um. 
Also, it says, if you'd like to see how Dee Dee's little Donnybrook looks. What is a Donnybrook, Brad? A fight. Is that, does that mean fight? I've yeah. never heard this term. Oh, yeah, that's okay. Oh. Have you ever heard that, Vix? I have never heard that phrase before in my life. And someone is, some random guy is watching and he's wondering how they found an actor as athletic as the real Daredevil. Why wouldn't he think it was just the real Daredevil? Well, I guess because it's an expo. I guess. So if it, if it was like anywhere else, if it was on the streets in New York, it would be like, oh my God, that's Daredevil. But because, you know, it's an expo and there's going to be all sorts of um, like creators and stuff doing I little guess. skits, I would imagine. With the with the Beatles goons, do you like that they have little white Mickey Mouse gloves on? No, that makes them even creepier. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I as far as like villain outfits go, I think it's a pretty good uniform. I don't think it's that bad. Yeah, I mean, I think the Beatles outfit is way worse. Oh, by far. Yeah, yeah he could he should have put some more time into that during his his amazing origin story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could have put some effort into growing a villain's moustache. Let's be like, yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, as far as origin stories go, this is the worst one so far. I mean, it's an amazing origin story, Claire. <laughs> it's amazing. He had, he, listen, he took some he took some he he, uh, he did some time he did some time theft at work and uh, first he made some wings. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then he made some gloves and uh, uh to that. that and then it's like I'm going to go be gay and fight crime. Woo. <laughs> yeah, he's like and I'm done. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's not not good. Not good. Um, if you see like the the images of the more recent Beetle, um, who I don't know if it's the same person, I can't think, but they like have proper wings. They, it looks more like the um, the wasp, like uh, you know, whizzing cool. around all over the place, which is what this guy should have, rather than his very slow heavy metal wings. His um, his, his bathtub wings. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so the Beetle captures Daredevil with his weird feeler fingers. <clears throat> It's horrible. It's like I don't like that they're like all stretchy. No, no, I I they're don't supposed like to be no, pneumatic like and metal and yeah. How are they mm. stretchy? Like like and and if they're that stretchy, then surely all Daredevil has to do is tie them all up in a knot together. Yeah, like Reed Richards. Job done. Yeah, I yeah I don't I don't like. Them. They freak me out quite a bit. Yeah, they, um, yeah. And I don't like. There's only three of them. To me, that doesn't make sense. Wouldn't it make? Wouldn't it be easier for him to have a thumb, at least, rather than three fingers? I mean, he's 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 a beetle, Claire. Beetles uh, are well known for having. <laughs> Beetles don't three have fingers. thumbs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, have you ever seen a beetle? You ever seen uh, a beetle hitchhiking? No, you oh, haven't. <laughs> I've never seen a beetle giving a thumbs up. Nope. Apart from maybe Paul McCartney back in the day. <laughs> No, if you look if you look at photos clearly, uh, they don't have thumbs. Oh, how did they play the instruments? <laughs> Great question. Ooh. Another mystery. <laughs> what a mystery! You know, you notice Abbey Road. Uh, you notice they're uh, walking. That's because yeah. they can't hitchhike. No thumbs. Oh, this makes sense. Makes so much sense. Wow. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> so Foggy's had it at this point. He's like, let my friend go. And Foggy decides he's going to do something about it. No, Foggy. <laughs> Showing I, I that Foggy love... is the MVP of Daredevil. 
I love oh that he's running, running fist force as though he's Supergirl about to take off. He really is. What if he did take off? It was a twist that in the comic. Oh, that would be amazing. He's like, hang on, Daredevil, hang on. I mean, if he wanted to, like, if he hates Mike so much, he could have been like, hang on, Mike Murdoch, hang on. Oh, oops. Yeah, whoops. <laughs> whoops. I gave away your secret identity. Uh, and Karen is like, no. Uh, so Foggy runs forward. Um, and Karen is worried because she says he's going to be killed, and he says, not me, I'm too dumb to die. And it's like, seriously, Foggy, like, you're literally holding the entire law firm together. Yeah. I've drawn three hearts in my notes because of Foggy. Yeah. Uh, He literally, like, jumps onto the beetle and just is hitting him on the head. And then the fat shaming begins. Yes. Um, what does he say to him? The first thing he says, so, um, he calls him an overstuffed bumbler. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, um, he's not that big. Like, you know he's, what I mean? not, like he's, he's not fat. He's, he's beef. Yeah. And it's like, he's husky. That's, that's not fat. That's, that's, that's beefy. Yeah. He's damn. And then he fat shames himself. I know. And it's like, oh, I just, I wanted to reach in and I wanted to slap Matt so hard. <laughs> it's Mike, though. It's Mike. That's the I point. don't, I don't <laughs> care. But like, even Matt does it. I know, he does. And it's just like, Argh. I mean, he, yeah, he calls, he calls him a name. But also he does call the Beatle the more amusing name of Wobble Wings, which made me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Wobble Wings. I just wrong. want to hear the I just want to hear the sound of the beetle flying. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Do his wings move when he flies? It looks like he just floats like a balloon. Yeah, yeah, I don't. There's no. There's nothing to indicate that they like flap or anything. No. I want them to just slightly move, but for some reason it's still really loud and droning like a bee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's not the most stealthy of villains. You wouldn't have the Beatles sneaking up on you. Oh, his, definitely his, his not. His loud, He's, heavy metal wings. He sounds like a Chinook helicopter. <laughs> uh, coming through. <laughs> um, so, so Foggy was attacking the Beatle, and now everyone is attacking everyone. Everyone leaps on top of everyone else. It's a big pile up. Foggy should be dead. <laughs> I mean, he's got all these people, like, beating on him and on top of oh, him. No. You know what I mean? But he's not, because Foggy is the best. So, Daredevil says, I'm the only one whose super senses can tell um, hit him which way to lash out. So, he kicks his legs out and kicks everyone away. Just like that. Just like that. Solved. Sorted. <laughs> job done. Yeah, job done. I think they had to solve that quite quick. So the beetle picks up Foggy. <laughs> I do love this paddle as well, because Foggy, Foggy looks like like a kitten when a cat picks it up, like by yes. the scruff of the neck. Aww. He's just like, meow. <laughs> and he's floating away with Foggy. Uh, so... I'm <laughs> so slowly. Give up. I'm slowly going to float away. Uh... And Foggy just looks so funny in this panel. So Matt is like, right, only my billy club can solve this. So he 
throws it and hits the beetle in the face with the billy club. Foggy falls down and Daredevil catches him. And it's beautiful. And then yeah, they make but... out. Then they yeah. make out, yeah. <laughs> and, and he, he Fo- jokes that um, that Foggy will have to join their union. But he's but Foggy then fat shames himself by saying, "Don't worry, I'm round enough to bounce." Yeah. He's really not though. No. He's like, like yeah, I don't know. So Matt grabs the beetle by the ankle using his Billy Club cable. Uh, he calls him Tiger, which is weird. I don't mm-hmm. like that. And then all the Mounties arrive on scene. The blue and yellow Mounties. The special Expo Mounties. The special Expo Mounties. And Matt's standing in a really strange way. Like, he's doing a little squat. <laughs> like, I don't... Yeah, there's there's all sorts of very strange bodily positions. Well, he hasn't, he hasn't slept in days. He also <laughs> hasn't gone to the restroom in days. <laughs> yeah, that's what it looks like. He's just... Can, you, little squat, oh, like, oh, I need to can you imagine what that suit smells like right now? Oh, no. Oh. Maybe he's it, got, like, in his Billy Club cable, he's got, like, some loo roll or something. It, like, it smells like every convention you've ever been to. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, te- that's terrible. And the beat was like, ha, ah, you won't find any evidence. Well, we have evidence that you've kidnapped Daredevil and, you know, knocked out a Mountie and all this kind of thing. And it's um, like, dude, that, that is, like, the, the entirety of the last five minutes has been broadcast live across the country. Seriously. So, like... Um, you know, but yeah, but you says, can't prove I stole that necklace. That the the Regina necklace. And uh, was like, "Yep, yeah, I can. Uh, it's in the secret compartment in the van. Um, you'll find it there." And someone's like listening, and they're like, "Oh, cheers!" And they run out and grab it. Some member of the public. I would love Definitely. that. Definitely. Oh, bravo to that hero. Yeah, that hero. Uh, and then the beat was like, how could you know? I had you blindfolded when I hid it. And Dada was like, that's my little secret. And he's like doing a thumb at himself. <laughs> he's just rubbing it in because the beetle can't do that because he has no thumbs. Mm-hmm. True. Uh, and then we get the strangest panel <laughs> in the entire issue. <laughs> Yeah. What is happening in this panel? So Daredevil and Karen are like whispering to each other. And Dada was like... Uh, actually, let, let's act this out. Um, you can be Karen, and I'll be I'll be Daredevil, okay? I, I don't have the issue in front of me. Oh, okay. I can uh, kind right. of remember. Brad, what you she can says, be though. Karen, and I'll be Daredevil. Okay. 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 Did you bring my suitcase from the train, girl? Natch boy, we checked it in a locker. <laughs> what is happening? Oh, this is so strange. Like, and then there's, like, a vicar in the background. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is happening? <laughs> just looks like a vicar chilling under Daredevil's armpit. It's it's very strange. I don't know why they're, like, whispering to each other. Uh, and then, obviously, uh, Daredevil went and changed back into Mike Murdoch, and we have a Mike Murdoch outfit, which is, is not that it. crazy for a Mike Murdoch outfit. But... No, I like it. I, I kind of like this jacket as well, Brad. I, I do have problems with the, the button situation. Yeah. Because is it a double-breasted jacket or not? I Yeah, because it, it, it is done up, but it looks like with a middle row of buttons. So this just has yeah. nine buttons on it. This just ha- Yeah, this just has um, extra, like, um, It's triple-breasted. Buttons. Yeah, it's amazing. I like it. A triple-breasted jacket. What do you think, uh, Vix? I hate it. 
But he's he's wearing it to colour coordinate with his balloons. <laughs> <laughs> and I just like his glass. Is it me or the, the, his sunglasses like even bigger? Yeah. Than usual. They grow as as Mike Murdoch grows. So do the glasses. And I, I look, yeah, and Karen changed just, I guess Karen had a change of outfits with uh, the Mike outfit. I guess, because she's wearing, like, she's still wearing all green. It's like they forgot, They it's like they, they remembered that she was wearing all green earlier in the issue, but they were like, what did that outfit look like? Oh, I can't remember. In the previous panel, yeah. like, it's not even earlier in the issue. Let's it's like, mm. she's got white shoes and, like, a little white, I don't know if it's a, turtleneck or what or a shirt um and a green jacket and a green skirt and i do not like this as much as her previous mm-hmm. outfit yeah no uh, also her hair is really flicking out to the side as is the woman on the far right who's having the oh. best day of her life can yeah. you see her yes yeah flicking her hair She's loving life uh so they're all going to walk off into the sunset um and mike uh jokes that foggy if foggy has money they're gonna have a great time because he doesn't bring money because he's scared of muggers so basically they're like yeah foggy can pay for everything (sighs) yeah yeah it's mike it's matt being a dick uh and then karen wishes that matt were there with them and then yeah his sunglasses are massive in this last panel oh yeah uh and then matt thinks to himself when I'm Mike, she misses Matt, and when I'm Matt, she misses Mike. Only a guy with my sloppy luck could end up being jealous of himself. <laughs> and I don't know what Foggy and Karen are doing in the background. <laughs> uh, it, yeah, there's something weird going on. They're being on. buddy cops. They really are. And who's this mysterious person, like, next to Matt? Oh. In the middle. It's that vicar yeah. again, because it's got a white collar. <laughs> And it says next on the trail of the trapster. <laughs> that is not the title, but you know, please, oh, okay. please consider that when you do your your Vix predicts. Right. And that is the end of the episode. The episode, the issue. Matt is jealous of himself. That's what happens, Matt, when you create multiple identities. Oh, yeah. 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 So now, as usual, it's time to do our toots and our boots. And first, we are going to toot our favourite outfit of the issue um, uh, Vix you can go first well I did enjoy Karen's little like green combo I thought that was really cute but there is a woman right in like the first panel of the Ooh, issue I think okay. who is wearing um, like this really pretty green dress with a full skirt and this huge orange hat okay and I loved that whole combo so it's not a reverse carrot is it oh on the cover it is a reverse carrot which means you'll hate it i I do hate the oh yeah i know actually i quite like her outfit yeah on the cover Mm. um yeah i quite like her outfit okay also it's weird that on the cover foggy and karen are watching um but karen is wearing all pink Mm. rather than green Mm. weird um and we can't see that creepy vicar anywhere, or the ghost child. But there's a great guy in, in the uh, on the uh, right corner that is uh, just kind of like, meh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whatevs. Uh, okay, what is your toot for this week, Brad? 
I hmm. I I think I get I I I like Mike. I like that jacket. Wow. It's <laughs> it's wild and uh, it's a fun time. I think that's proper expo wear. I think that jacket would fit in in the prisoner in the village. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I think it would fit in there. I am torn between that jacket and Karen's little green turtleneck um, dress, but I have to consider the whole outfit. And with that jacket comes those sunglasses. And I can't deal with those sunglasses, so I'm going to vote for Karen and her, her um, first green outfit. Yeah, the first green. And what would we like to boot, Vix? The awful, like, Minions um, <laughs> goons outfits, because it's just like, you guys need to stop going to the Marauders, Taylor. Mm-hmm. Like, you just need to stop. I think, I think I've been too spoiled with the Plunderer, I think, yeah. is, the pro- is the problem. We've all been too spoiled with the Plunderer. I mean... The world has been too sport with the plunderer. Oh, God, he's such a babe. <laughs> I can't remember who I what I booted last week. I don't think I booted the Beatle because I think I was like, oh, he's going to be back next week, so I might boot him then. I, I think you joined me with the uh, no socks uh, monster. Oh, yeah, that monster. Oh, I blocked it out. Um, yeah, so then I'm, bo- I'm booting the Beatle this week because <laughs> can't be dealing with his baggy shit and his surprise ghost face. <laughs> um it's terrible brad what about you um yeah Beatles not great i mean it, a riveting origin story but uh <laughs> i don't know if the the outfit I mean, it was really riveting because he was a mechanic uh, so he might have been putting rivets on stuff yes yeah. um I, I i listen um a cab all the way fuck these expo mounties <laughs> like this is, this is trash mm-hmm. i don't like it you you it's yellow blue but with like orangey looking boots. I don't like it. Get out of here. Yeah, you fake Mounties. Ugh. I don't think they pass Mountie school. Maybe Ugh. they're like Mountie dropouts and they just go like on um on tour all the time. Mountie like, school the, dropout ma- hanging maybe, around the corner store. <laughs> maybe they're like the expo staff, Probably. like security. Yeah. Or maybe they've stolen Mounty outfits and it's stolen Valor, Brad. Your uh, favorite oh, crime. Oh, I mean that is the best crime. Yeah. Um, trust you, me, I'm a five-star general. Do you feel different um, about them now? I mean, if it was if it's stolen Mounty Valor, it, yeah, it turns it around. Yeah. Um, but if you're stealing Valor, I feel like you should look try to look more the part, which these outfits don't look like uh, regular Mounties, so uh, they're they're still failing. Uh, yeah. It looks like they had leftover fabric from Cyclops' costume and they made a mountie <laughs> outfit. Definitely. Because it's the exact same colour scheme. Okay. Uh, so panel of the week. I'm going to go with Daredevil doing his JCVD kick. But I'm <laughs> going to give a second nod to Foggy floating in the air like a kitten. It's that was, uh, yeah, that was. Uh, Fix, what about you? Uh, the butt shot from, like, the second panel. Of course, of course. <laughs> Uh, and Brad, what about you? Is it the little Tudor ghost? Oh, yes, yeah. I Just for all of our friends that we met in that panel. <laughs> Though, so I many mean, friends. Though all those panels of the, of the riveting origin story were really... I mean, those were on the edge of my seat. <laughs> <laughs> What's going to happen next? Oh, wow, you made oh wings! My God. <laughs> so oh, great. Wow. Call okay. yourself a villain without a moustache. Seriously, what a, well, that's how we knew it was going to be a terrible origin story. No moustache. Um, okay, well, last issue, so this is a two-parter. We, I think we just threw it under the bar 
Um, but what are we going to do with this week's issue? And as a reminder, we could decide to put it in our vault, which is behind the bar uh, on a velvet cushion and keep it forever and ever. We could lob it out the window or we could toss it under the bar to to mop up spillages. Not spill up moppages, which I've said before. <laughs> uh, Brad, what do you think? Um, guys, there is a riveting origin story in this. Um, this is absolute gold on that alone. Um, no, this this belongs on a mountain of gold. <laughs> we do happen to have a mountain of gold in the vault. Yeah, but that's where it goes, right? In in the vault on top of the mountain of gold. <laughs> just just for the line, and then and 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 then they were all in stunned silence after the amazing story. They're like, wow, that's, that's so it, great. huh? Ah. <laughs> oh, great story, bro. <laughs> uh, Vix, what about you? Um, I, like, the hero is only as good as the villain, and the, the villain's rubbish. So I still want to throw it out the window. Okay. Uh, did, you, I... did, you miss the part, did you miss the part where he made some wings and then he made some gloves <laughs> and then to die he was a villain? I did. I did not miss But that. why did no. he, like, I was hoping, you know, we'd find out why he decided to be the Beatle. They didn't even like, say his name. They no. never even, like. I no, they say it. his name in the writing about it, like Abner Jenkins, but they yeah. don't even say his name in. No. Like, why did he become a Beatle? Is it like a Batman thing and a Beatle killed his parents or something? Oh, I I love Paul McCartney. I love, I love that they wasted a page on it. Like <laughs> it was absolutely unnecessary. Yeah, it just yeah they never explain why he became. But it was it was just like he literally just because he made some stuff. Yeah, ta-da! Would you like to hear the shocking origin story behind my uh, Daredevil drink? Absolutely. Um, so I took the ingredients and I put them in a glass. Ta-da! Wow! <laughs> oh, I'm so glad we dedicated pages to that. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's insane. So, oh, I'm the deciding vote. I mean, I can't throw it out the window, Vix. I'm sorry. That's okay. Because I enjoyed this issue, I think, more than last issue because of all the wackiness that was going on in the background. And I like Foggy, like, being a badass, um, even if it was ill-judged. I like that. Um, I love the Beatles origin story. <laughs> if it had been a really in-depth origin story, it would not have been as entertaining, like, no. by far. It was so great. I loved it. Um, so, but I don't know if I can put it in the vault. So I'm going to put it under the bar, but in like in like a, a, a little lockbox. So or at the bottom of the pile so it doesn't get used at and, first um, anyway. I'm, I'm glad that um, you, you hit it there because I, I was using my powers to sneakily listen and find out where you put it. And then I am going to sneak into the vault and put it on a gold mountain. Natch. So I think because we all vote like different, we have to do all three sound effects. So here goes. Oh, no. <laughs> just, for, just for the sake of it. Oh, right. So uh, with that, it is time for our next uh, segment, which is called Vix Predicts. 
So, you got two clues uh, this week, um, Vix. Let me just bring up the little teaser at the end of the issue again. Because the... Oh, I've got completely past it. I think the little teaser at the end was to trap a trapster or something. Trapped on the trail. The on the on trail, the trail of the trapster. Sorry. On the trail of the trapster right. is one of your clues. But the actual issue is called Daredevil Dies First. And that's <gasps> it's the last ever issue. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. What do you mean we don't have, like, another 20 years? <laughs> <laughs> So what do you think is going to happen? Daredevil dies first, but also who is who is this uh, cheeky trapster? And also, um, Brad, obviously you can join in as well. Well, Daredevil dies first. Well, like the the obvious bait really, isn't it? Is that um, Daredevil's going to die? <laughs> but uh, I wonder if is he going to kill off Mike? Ooh. Is he, is he finally going to have is enough? Is this just because you're hoping? Yeah. <laughs> is it? Is it just? Yeah. Is it like a, a case of he's finally had enough of um of like being like five different people at once? <laughs> so he's going to kill off Mike, but that of course means that as far as Foggy and Karen are concerned, um, that means that Daredevil's dead too. Mm-hmm. Because they're like the only, are they the only two that know who. And Spider Man, well Spider Man, but that's well, no, been very Sp- quiet so, now. <laughs> well, yeah, Spider Man knows that Matt is Daredevil. Well, he thinks Matt is Daredevil, yes. Yeah. But Spider Man um, doesn't know about Mike, and also Spider Man's like, I know that you're Daredevil, and then didn't do anything about this information. Yeah. So I, I wonder if. He's going to kill off Mike, so everyone thinks that Daredevil's dead. And then, surprise, he gets the villain at the end Ooh. to trap a trapster. Ooh. Yeah. What do you uh, do? You think this trapster is going to be like a jigsaw out of the Saw movies? Oh. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, Daredevil's going to go after some big game hunter. And he's going to die in a bear trap. He's going to go after uh, Don and Eric Trump because they do big game hunting, don't they? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they they pay to murder elephants for fun. Yeah, and he takes them down first because that would be great. And then he dies in a bear trap. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. And then then the bear is like, oh, I guess I'll become Daredevil now. (laughs) Waka waka. (laughs) Because it's fuzzy bear. Ah! <laughs> uh, wow. The devil died protecting me. <laughs> oh no, I must take up the mantle. Ah! And then he becomes bear devil. <laughs> <laughs> I have like I'm a print somewhere. I'm the bear somewhere. without fear. <laughs> I have a print somewhere. I bought a Comic-Con and it's a bear dressed as Daredevil and it just says bear devil underneath. Uh-huh. And it always makes me laugh. <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> Oh, okay. Uh, well, I mean, as usual, you guys are absolutely 100% correct as to what's going to happen in the next issue, um, which will be next week. Uh, but uh, now I'm going to thank our very special guest, Brad, for coming on again and and uh, ending this the saga of the Beatle with us. <laughs> it's truly one of the most important in uh, comic book history. 
I mean, <laughs> I've got this book right in front of me that my sister bought me for Christmas, which is Marvel Greatest Comics, 100 Comics That Built a Universe. And if this issue is not in that book, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Brad, what do you want to promote? Promote yourself. Uh, you guys can hear me on the Ramjack podcast, uh, where it's uh, Mr. T's birthday month. So oh. obviously, obviously we're working through um, some episodes of TNT. What is TNT? Uh, Oh, yeah, everybody knows TNT, Claire. It's a 30-minute <laughs> show where um, Mr. T was framed for a crime he didn't commit. What? And uh, then his lawyer uh, gets him out of jail um, and into being a private investigator? Is he mark? playing Mr. T? Uh, well, no, he's playing uh, T.S. Turner. Okay. Um, but but is her he name Mr. is T? Her name starts with T, so they're TNT. Oh my word! It's great. I've it's never great. heard of this. Is it? It's how does it? How does it rate on Buddy Cop Show? Oh, it's first. Well, listen. So far, we've only watched the first episode, and it was clearly like a forty-five minute show that they somehow made into a twenty-two minute episode, and it moves fast. Wow! <laughs> so uh, it's on YouTube. So check that out. Uh, you can also hear me with Claire on Absolutely Please. True True Crime, a Deadly Serious podcast. Going through some serious crime. We just talked about a very serious crime. Uh, always, once a month, every yeah. every time, very mm-hmm. serious. Yep. Um, and also on Not Quite Scottish Imports, a Highlander podcast, yep. which is such an amazing show. <laughs> <laughs> which we will be talking about quite shortly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Vix, do you have anything you want to promote this week? Uh, no, but I would like to shout out to the uh, first Iron Man movie for being 13 today. Oh, yeah. Wow. Very special place in my heart, that film. Um, I, I feel and... like it was longer ago than 13 years, you know. I can't no. believe it's only 13 years and that many movies have come out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, when, and also, when you think about the fact that like the first Iron Man movie was such a huge risk mm-hmm. and Marvel Studios were essentially like an indie studio. Yeah. So the first Iron Man movie was a low budget, high risk indie movie. Um, and and that, I just want to say, you know what is to thank for the existence of the Iron Man movie and therefore the MCU, don't you? Many things. Uh, many but things. Do you know the number one thing, obviously, Vix, is that... Uh, John Favreau met Kevin Feige uh, while making Daredevil the movie. So Daredevil created the MCU. Never. I'm, no, no, no. And do you know what? Deborah Ann Wall. Deborah Ann Wall posted a picture of the cover of the Daredevil movie on her Instagram. Like, and I was like, Deborah, no. Deborah knows she's got exquisite taste. Let's just say. Uh, yeah, so yeah, that is my special uh, shout out this week. It's Happy 13th to Aww. the first. The most special movie of the MCU, as Aww. far as I'm concerned. Oh, Happy birthday, Iron Man. Yeah. Um, awesome. I have nothing to promote apart from the same stuff that Brad promoted. I'll promote Ramjack as well. Why not? <laughs> Hooray! Uh, Yeah, and we'll be back next week. Bye! 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 Thanks for listening. If you want to send us feedback, you can contact us via Josie's Bar at reactionary-sass.com 
on facebook.com at Josie's Bar Podcast, at Instagram or Twitter at Josie's Bar, or on Tumblr at josiesbarpodcast.tumblr.com. You can also call the SAS line 321-710-4947. Our other podcasts and individual social media accounts can be found at reactionary-sas.com.